0: Hello and welcome back to Corona Cold Reads, my entertainment world's answer to social isolation. Now that we've completed Shakespeare and Chekhov's canons, our troupe of professional and amateur theater lovers together is taking on great works across mediums. So from Aaron Sorkin to indie playwrights, Valentine's rom-coms, French classics, Greek tragedies, so much more. We've got everything coming up for you. So Shaw, Stoppard, Moliere, Ephron, and so much more coming down the pike. So for you to enjoy an audio form here on our podcast feed, Or if you want to catch all of our costumes, props, effects, and unplanned pet appearances, um, all of our readings are also available on our YouTube channel. Just search My Entertainment World and you'll see it there. Um, Please keep in mind that these are genuinely cold readings. We're publishing unedited, so bear with us through some stumbles, tangents, and of course every time someone's accidentally on mute. Um, That happens all the time. Sometimes people don't show up. You just got to bear with us. Uh, So to make sure you don't miss any of our content, be sure to subscribe on YouTube or on our podcast feed where you'll find episodes of all our favorite ongoing series, including this one, of course, as well as the Shakespeare series, the favorite series, Corona Movie Club, exclusive interviews, as well as our annual MLB Roundtable discussion, which is my very favorite thing we do. So follow us on social media at myentworld, my E-N-T world. Um, And of course, check out the website, myentertainmentworld.ca, where you can find all of the above, as well as reviews, editorials, artist spotlights, and so much more. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the show. So then we move on to a season of Greeks. Um, These are specifically not just Greek tragedies, but they are modern retellings of greek tragedies Um, so not just modern translations but specifically contemporary playwrights interpretations of um, famous greek stories i this is a little very hyper specific genre that i'm very fond of um and i had two plays in particular that i really really badly wanted to do and um one of our leading players shaylin mcfall offered up the third so we are starting with that one so that is robinson jeffers's medea um obviously shaylin is going to be our medea because she suggested the play so why not um and then we have a, a lovely it's a small cast um what a small cast around her. We had a guest star for this one, the wonderful Kristen Zaza. If you're familiar with her work, I'm a huge fan of hers. So it's so great to have her come in as the tutor and a young man. Um, Elizabeth Morris plays the nurse. Um, her creon is Christopher Prentice and Jason is Sean Wilson, um, as well as Laura Hubbard plays G.S. And um, it's re- it was really fun to get to see uh, Sean and Shaylin play opposite each other. They have a really interesting dynamic. A lot of power in that relationship. So much like it's like two just like mighty forces meeting. And that's where you get so much of the um, big impact of this play, which is a real heartbreaker. Uh, very intense. Very, very intense play. Uh, not a lot of fun. <laughs> really it's it's just darkened feelings so many feelings um but it's it's beautiful and it's it's beautifully rendered here and it's it's poetic and lovely and medea is just a just a heartbreaker so um i don't necessarily think you'll have a fun time but i hope you have a good time and uh enjoy this really beautiful play and the the incredible work of our actors on this one
1: okay Welcome, everyone. We will be reading Medea today. Our cast list, here we are. The nurse also playing the children. We have Elizabeth Morris. Hello. Playing. Thank you, yes. Hi, Elizabeth, thank you. The tutor and also a young man being played by Kristen Zaza. Hello. No. Playing Creon and the first woman is Christopher Prentis. Hello. Playing Agus and third woman is Laura Hubbard. Hello. Playing Medea is Shaylin, playing Medea is Shaylin Bass McFall. Hello. And stage directions will be read by myself, Claudia Liz. Thanks for coming, everyone. All right, let's get started. Medea, Act 1. The nurse comes from the door left toward the front of the stage as soon as Scrim is fully drawn. The nurse. I wish the longship Argo
2: had never passed that perilous channel between the Symplegades I wish the pines that made her mast and oars still waved in the wind on Mount Pelion, and the grey fishhawk still nested in them. The great adventurers had never voyaged into the Asian sunrise to the shores of morning for the golden fleece. For then, my mistress Medea would never have seen Jason, nor loved and saved him, nor cut herself off from home to come with him into this country of the smiling, chattering Greeks and the roofs of Corinth, over which I see evil hang like a cloud. For she is not meek, but fierce, and the daughter of a king. Yet at first all went well. The folk of Corinth were kind to her. They were proud of her beauty, and Jason loved her. Happy is the house where the man and woman love and are faithful. Now all is changed. All is black hatred. For Jason has turned on her. He calls the old bond a barbarian mating, not a Greek marriage. "'He has cast her off and wedded the yellow-haired child of Creon, the ruler here. "'He wants worldly advantage, fine friends, and a high place in Corinth. "'For these, he is willing to cast Medea like a harlot "'and betray the children that she has borne him. "'He is not wise, I think. "'But Medea lies in the house, broken with pain and rage.' she will neither eat nor drink except her own tears she turns her face toward the earth remembering her father's house and her native land which she abandoned for the love of this man who now despises her and if i try to speak comfort to her she only stares at me great eyes like stones she is like a stone on the shore or a wave of the sea and I think she hates even her children. She is learning what it is to be a foreigner, cast out, alone and despised. She will never learn to be humble, she will never learn to drink insult like harmless water. Oh, I'm in terror of her. Whether she'll thread a knife through her own heart, or whether she'll hunt the bridegroom and his new bride. Or what more dreadful evil stalks in the forest of her dark mind? I know that Jason would have been wiser to tempt a lioness, or naked-handed steal the whelps of a tiger.
1: From upright, she sees Medea's boys coming with their tutor, elder boy. First with seashell, younger boy on tutor's back.
2: Here come the happy children. Little they know of their mother's grief.
1: During the speech, Tudor lets boy off his back. Boys go up and sit up right corner of the house. Tudor crosses down center to left of nurse.
3: Old servant of my lady, why do you stand out here keeping watch in solitude with those grim eyes? Is it some trouble of your own that you are lamenting? I should think Medea would need your care.
2: It is all one to Medea whether whether I am there or here. Yes, it is mine, my trouble. My lady's grief is my grief, and it has hurt me so that I had to come out and speak it to the earth and the sky.
3: Is she still in that deep despair?
2: You are lucky, old watchdog of Jason's boys. I envy you. You do not see her. This evil is not declining, it is just at dawn. I dread the lion-eyed glare of its noon.
3: Is, it, is she so wrought? Yet neither you nor Medea knows the latest and worst. What? What? I shouldn't have spoken.
1: She follows him to left center. As she does this, boys cross down to rock. One sits on one rock, and other sits on ground at his feet. Tell me the truth, old man.
2: You and I are two slaves. We can trust each other. We can keep secrets.
3: I heard them saying when we walked beside the holy fountain, Pyrene, where the old men sit in the sun on the stone benches. They were saying that Creon, the lord of this land, intends to drive out Medea and the children with her, these innocent boys out of this house and out of Corinth, and they must wander through the wild world, homeless and helpless. I don't believe
2: it. Oh, no, Jason may hate the mother, but he would hardly let his sons be cast out.
3: Well, he has made a new alliance. He is not a friend of this house.
2: If this were true... Death! Listen, I, I hear her voice.
4: Death. Death is my wish. For myself, for my enemies, for my children.
2: Destruction. Take the children away.
1: Keep them away from her. Take them to the other door, quickly. During deaths, younger boy rises from rock. Tudor crosses, picks him up, and exits left, followed by elder boy. They go out toward the rear door of the house. The nurse looks after them, wringing her hands. That's the word. Grind. Crush. Burn.
2: Destruction. I, Aye! I... Oh, this is my terror. To hear her always harking back to the children, like a fierce hound at fault. Oh, unhappy one, they're not to blame.
4: If any god hears me, let me die. Oh, run, run, run. This death is the
1: only water to wash this dirt. First and second woman are coming in up, right, but the nurse does not yet notice them. She is intent on Medea's cries and her own thoughts.
2: Oh, it's a bad thing to be born of high race and brought up with a willful and... and brought up willful and powerful in a great house, unruled and ruling many. For then, if misfortune comes, it is unendurable. It drives you mad. I say that poor people are happier. The little commoners and humble people, the poor in spirit... They can lie low under the wind and live, while the tall oaks and cloud-raking mountain pines go mad in the storm, writhe, groan, and crash. This is the wild and terrible justice of God. It brings on great persons, the great disasters.
1: The nurse becomes aware of the women who have come in, and is startled from her reverie. First woman want? crosses down center.
2: What do you want?
5: I hear her crying again. It is dreadful.
6: Lamentation. She is beautiful and deep in grief. We couldn't help coming.
7: We are friends of this house, and its trouble hurts us.
2: You are right, friends. It is not a home, it is broken. A house of grief and weeping. Hear me, God. Let me die. What I need.
4: All dead. All dead. All dead under the great gold stones for a year and a thousand years and another thousand. Cold as the stones. Cold. But noble again. Proud. Straight and silent. Crimson cloaked in the blood of our wounds.
1: First woman crosses to third step, center.
5: O oh, shining sky, divine earth, hearken not to the song that this woman sings. It is not her mind's music. Her mind is not here. She does not know what she prays for. Pain and wrath are the singers.
6: Unhappy one, never pray for death. Never pray for death. He is here all too soon. He strikes from the clear sky like a hawk. He hides behind green leaves, or he waits around the corner of the wall. Oh, never pray for death. Never pray for death, because that prayer will be answered.
1: Medea, the rise and fall of her voice indicate that she is prowling back and forth beyond the main doorway, like a caged animal.
4: I know poisons. I know the bright teeth of steel, I know fire, but I will not be mocked by my enemies, and I will not endure piety. Pity, pity, and contempt are citators and brother, twin-born. I will not die tamely. I will not allow blubber-eyed pity, nor contempt either to snivel over the stones of my tomb. I am not a Greek woman
7: no. A barbarian woman from Savage Colchis at the bitter end of the Black Sea. Does she boast of that?
6: She doesn't know what she is saying. Voices,
3: Death
4: magic. The sharp sword, the hemp rope, the death magic. Death.
7: I hate Jason who made this
5: sorrow. Old and honored servant of this great house, Do you think it is wise to leave your lady alone in there? Except perhaps a few slaves building that terrible acropolis of deadly thoughts? We Greeks believe that solitude is very dangerous. Great passions grow into monsters in the dark of the mind. But if you share them with loving friends, they remain human. They can be endured. I think you ought to persuade Medea to come from the dark dwelling and speak with us, before her heart breaks, or she does harm to herself. She has lived among us. We've learned to love her. We'll gladly tell her so. It might comfort her spirit.
2: Do you think so?
1: She wouldn't listen. Door bolt is heard. Nurse rises. First woman crosses down right, joining other two women, and sits on rock.
2: Oh, oh, she's coming. Speak carefully to her. Make your words a soft music.
1: Medea comes through the doorway, proping herself, propping herself against one of the pillars, and stands staring. Oh, my dear. My poor child.
6: They say she is dangerous. Look at her eyes. She is a witch, but not
5: evil. She can make old men young again. She did it for Jason's father.
7: All the people of her country are witches. They know about drugs and magic. They are savages, but they have a wild wisdom.
6: Poor soul. It hasn't helped this one much.
1: Medea, she does not see the gaping and whispering women. Light of the
4: sun. This last time. I will wish from the blue sky the white wolf of lightning would leap my skull and my brain, and like a burning babe, cling to these
1: <laughs> I. She checks and looks fiercely at the women below.
4: Someone is here.
1: Her hostile eyes range back and forth. She sees the women clearly now, and assumes full self-control. Her voice is cautious and insincere. I did not know I had visitors. Women of Corinth. If
4: anything has been spoken too loudly here, consider that I believed I was alone and I have some provocation. You've come, let me suppose, with love and sympathy to peer at my sorrow. I understand well enough that nothing is ever private in a Greek city. Whoever withholds anything is thought sullen or proud. Undemocratic, I think you call it this is not always just but we know that justice is at least on earth is a name not a fact and as for me i wish to avoid any appearance of being proud of what (laughs) of affliction i will show you my naked heart
1: the three women rise cross to center
4: you know that my lord jason has left me made a second marriage with a bright-haired child of wealth and power. I too was a child of power, but not in this country, and I spent my power for love of Jason. I poured it out before him like water, I made him drink it like wine. I gave him success and fame. I saved him his precious life, not once, many times. You may have heard what I did for him. I betrayed my father for him. I killed my brother to save him. I made my own land to hate me forever. And I fled west with Jason in the Greek ship under the thunder of the sail, weeping and laughing. That huge journey through the Black Sea and the Bosphorus where the rocks clang together through the sea of Marmoa and through Hellespont watched by the spearmen of wealthy Troy and home to Greek water. His home, my exile, endless exile. And here I have loved him and borne him sons. And this man has left me and taken Creon's daughter to enjoy her fortune, put aside her soft yellow hair and kiss her young mouth.
1: Medea stands rigid, struggling for self-control. She's terrible, stone with stone eyes.
6: Look, the foam flake on her lip that flickers with her breathing.
5: She
7: is pitiable, she is under great injuries.
4: I do not know what other women, I do not know how much a Greek woman will endure. The people of my race are somewhat rash and impertinent. As for me, I want simply to die. But Jason is not to smile at his bride over my grave, Nor that great man Creon hang wreaths And make a feast day in Corinth. Or let the wreaths be bright and blinding fire, And the songs a high wailing, and wine
5: blood. Daughter of sorrow, beware. It is dangerous to dream of wine. It is worse to speak of wailing or blood, For the images that the mind makes find a way out. They work into life. Let
4: them work into life.
5: There are evils that cannot be cured by evil. Patience remains, and the gods watch all.
4: Let them watch my enemies go down
1: in blood. First trumpet. Off up right is heard. The three women cross upright.
6: Medea, beware. Some great person is coming.
1: Second trumpet is heard.
6: It is Creon himself.
1: Third trumpet. Creon is coming. The three women cross down stage of rock right.
2: Oh, he is dark with anger. Oh, my lady, my
1: child. Bend in this wind and not be broken. Medea rises. Creon comes in upright with men attending him. The women move to one side. He speaks to Medea with an angry gesture toward women.
5: You have admirers, I see. Abate your pride. These people will not be with you where you are going.
1: A pause. Medea does not answer. Creon brings his wrath under control and crosses up to second step to right of Medea.
5: Medea, woman of the stone forehead and hate-filled eyes, I have made my decision. I have decided that you must leave this land at once and go into banishment. Oh. With your children. Oh. Oh. I intend to remove a root of disturbance out of the soil of Corinth. I am here to see to it. I will not return home until it is done.
1: The three women set
5: You mean
4: banishment?
5: Exile, banishment. Go where you may, Medea, but here you abide no more. I with my children? I will not take them away from you. The children? my lord.
1: Her lips move angrily, but the voice is not heard.
5: What are you muttering?
1: Nothing.
4: I'm praying to my gods for wisdom and you for mercy. My sons are still very young, tender and helpless. You know, my lord, what exile means to wander with fear and famine for guide, and driver. Through all the wild winter storms and the rage of the sun, a beg of bread-crust and bedrided, pelted with stones in the villages, held a little lower than the scavenger dogs, kicked, scorned, enslaved the children, my lord, are Jason's children, your chosen friend, I believe. Now even closer, bound. And as for me, your servant, O oh master of Corinth, what have I done? Why must I be cast?
5: I will tell you frankly, because you nourish rancorous ill-will towards persons whom I intend to protect. I send you out before you've time to do harm here, and you are notorious for occult knowledge, sorcery, poisons, magic. Men say you can even sing the moon from heaven and make the holy stars to falter and run backward against the purpose and current of nature. Huh? (laughs) As to that, I know not. I know you are dangerous. You threaten my daughter. You have to go.
4: I wish her well, my lord. I wish her all happiness. I hope that Jason may be as kind to her as to me.
5: That is your wish.
4: I misspoke. I thought of old days.
5: I acknowledge, Medea, that you have some cause for grief. I, all the more, must guard against your dark wisdom and bitter heart.
4: You misjudge me cruelly. It is true. I have some knowledge of drugs and medicine. I can sometimes cure sickness. Is that a crime? These dark rumors, my lord, are only the noise of popular gratitude. You must have observed it often. If any person knows a little more than the common man, people suspect him. If he brings a new talent, how promptly the hateful whispers begin. But you are not a common man. Lord of Corinth, you will not fear knowledge.
5: No, nor change my decision. I am here to see you leave this house and the city, and not much time. Move quickly, gather your things, and go. I pity (laughs) you, Medea, but you must go.
1: She comes close to him, wild with rage.
4: You pity me? You pity me. I will endure a dog's pity or a wart-grown toads. May God who hears me, we shall see in the end who is to be pitied.
1: Nurse rises, crosses into steps. Medea crosses down left, then up right between pillars and edge of house, then back to Nurse, in her arms.
5: Yes, and I'll keep her safe of your female hatred. Therefore, I send you out of this land.
1: Nurse resumes her sitting position, down left. It is not true. I'm not jealous. I never hated her. Jealous for the sake of
4: Jason? I'm far past wanting Jason, my lord. You took him and gave him to her. And I will say you did well, perhaps wisely. Your daughter is loved by all. She is beautiful. If I were near her, I would soon love her.
5: You could speak sweetly enough. You can make honey in your mouth like a brown bee when it serves your turn.
4: Not honey, the truth.
5: Trust you or not, you are going out of this country, Medea. What I decide is fixed. It is like the firm rocks of uh, Corinth, which neither earthquake can move nor a flood of tears melt, make ready quickly. I have a guest in my house. I should return to him.
1: The nurse comes to left of Medea and speaks to her. What guest? Oh, my
2: lady, ask him who is the guest? If powerful and friendly, he might be a refuge
1: for us. Medea pays no attention to her, crosses and kneels to Creon.
4: I know that your will is granite. But even on the harsh face of a granite mountain, some flowers of mercy may grow in season. Have mercy on my little sons, Creon, though
1: there is none for me. She reaches to embrace his knees. He steps backward from her.
5: How long, woman? This is decided, done,
1: finished. Nurse crosses back left and sits down. The rising from her knees turns halfway from him. I am not a beggar.
4: I will not trouble you. I shall not live long. Sire, grant me a few hours yet. Yeah. One one day to prepare in, one little day before I go out of Corinth forever.
5: What? No! I told you, this day is today, Medea, this day, and the hour is now.
4: There are no flowers on this mountain, not one violet, not one anemone. Your face, my lord, is like flint. If I could find the right words, if some god would lend me a touch of eloquence, I'd show you my heart. I'd lift it out of my breast and turn it over in my hands. You'd see how pure it is of any harm or malice turned toward you or your household.
1: She holds out her hands to him.
4: Look at it, not a speck. Look, my lord. They call mercy the jewel of kings. I am praying to you as to one of the gods. Destroy us not utterly. To go out with no refuge, nothing prepared, is plain death. I would rather kill myself quickly and here, if I had time, But to ask the slaves and strolling beggars where to go, how to live. And how I must gather some means, one or two jewels, and small gold things I have, To trade them for bread and goat's milk. Wretched. Wretched wretched I am. Am I and my boys.
1: She kneels again. I beseech you, Creon
4: by the soft yellow hair and cool, smooth forehead and white knees of that girl who is now Jason's bride. Lend me this inch of time. One day, half a day, for this one is now half gone. And I will go my sad course and vanish in the morning quietly as dew that drops on stones at dawn and is dry at sunrise. You will never again be troubled by any words or act of mine, and this, this I pray you for your dear child's sake. O Creon, what is half a day in all the rich years of Corinth?
5: I will think of it. I am no tyrant. I have been merciful to my own hurt many times, even to myself. I seem to be foolish if I grant you this thing. No, my dear, I will not granted
1: three women rise cross down right of creon imploringly well
5: we shall watch you as a hawk does a viper what harm could she do in the tale of one day a ruler ought to be ruthless but i am not i am a fool in my own eyes whatever the world may think i can be gruff with warriors a woman weeping Floods me off course. Take it, then. Make your preparations. But if tomorrow's sun shines on you here, Medea, you die.
1: Medea and women make a gesture of thanks.
5: Enough words. Thank me not. I want my hands washed of this business.
1: He departs quickly upright, followed by his men. Medea rises from her knees.
4: I will thank you, and the whole world will hear it.
1: Medea crosses around to right of house on top step, makes a violent gesture after him, then sits at that pillar right.
5: Seeing this man's arrogance, I watched and heard him. I am of Corinth, and I say that Corinth is not well
6: ruled. The city where
1: The the Second Woman crosses up centre. The three women join hands at center on end of this speech.
6: The city where even a woman, even a foreigner, suffers unjustly the rods of power. He is not well ruled.
1: Three women take a step to Medea. Unhappy Medea. What haven? What
5: sanctuary? Where will you wander? Which of the gods, Medea, drives you through waves of woe? The mooring broken, the hawsers and the anchor head hopeless from harbor?
4: This man, this barking dog, this gold fool.
1: Medea's... I run
4: my father's country. You saw me low on my knees before the great dog of Corinth, humble holding my heart in my hands for a dog to bite. Break this dog's teeth. Women, it is a bitter thing to be a woman. A woman is weak for warfare. She must use cunning. Men boast their battles. I tell you this, and we know it. It is easier to stand in battle three times In front of the line, in the stabbing fury, than to bear one child. And a woman, they say, can do no good but in childbirth. It may be so. She can do evil.
1: Women make pleading gesture to her.
4: She can do evil.
1: She snarls at them, and they turn away. I wept
4: before that tall dog. I wept my tears before him. I degraded my knees to him. I gulled and flattered him. A hmm. oh, triple fool, he has given me all that I need. A little time, a space of time. Death is dearer to me than what I am now. And if today by sunset the world has not turned and turned sharp to let your dog Creon Send two or three slaves to kill me and a cord to strangle me. I will stretch out my throat to it. But I have a bitter hope, women. I begin to see light through the dark wood, between the monstrous trunks of the trees and at the end of the tangled forest, an eyehole. Pinpoint of light. I shall not die, perhaps, as pigeon dies nor like an innocent lamb that feels a hand on its head and looks up from the knife to the man's face and dies. No. Like some yellow-eyed beast that has killed its hunters, let me die down on the hounds' bodies and the broken spears. Then, how to strike, what means to use? There are so many. Doors through which painful death may glide in and catch.
1: Which one? Which one? She stands meditating down left. The nurse comes from behind her and speaks to the first woman. Tell
2: me, do you know what guest is in Creon's house?
1: What?
5: Oh, an Athenian ship came from north last night. It is Aegeus the lord of Athens.
2: Aegeus, my lady knows him. I believe he will help us. Some god has brought him here, some savior god.
5: He is leaving, I think, today.
2: My lady, Lord Aegeus here is here in Corinth, Creon's guest. Aegeus of Athens, if you will see him and speak him fairly, we have a refuge.
4: Things in my hands to do. Quiet. Right.
2: Oh, listen to me. You are driven out of Corinth. You must find shelter. Aegis of Athens is here.
1: Medea turns from her. The nurse catches at her clothing, servile but eager, slave and mother at the same time. Medea angrily turning to her. What's that to me?
2: I lifted nurse. you in my arms when you were. This long. I gave you milk from these breasts that are now dead leaves. I saw the little beautiful body strengthen and grow tall. Oh, child. Almost my child. How can I not try to save you? Life is better than death. Not now. Time's running out.
4: I have time. Oh, I have time. It would be good to stand here a thousand years and think of nothing but the deaths of three persons.
2: Ay, there's no hope then. Ay, child, if you could do this red thing you dream of, all Corinth would pour against you.
4: After my enemies are punished and I have heard the last broken moan. Corinth? What's that? I'll sleep, I'll sleep well. I am alone against all. I'm so weary that it is pitiful.
1: Trumpet is heard off-right. Medea sits, nurse rises, wringing her hands. On trumpet call, the three women cross upright.
5: Look, who's coming? I see the sunlight glitter on lance-heads. Oh, is-
6: it is Jason.
7: ''Jason's Medea's worst enemy, who should have been her dearest protector.''
1: Medea leans warily against one of the pillars of the doorway, her back to the stage, unconscious of what they are saying. Jason enters in haste upright, followed by armed attendants, and speaks angrily, Jason crossing the center and second step.
6: ''What business have you here, you women?'' Clustered like buzzing bees at the hive door. Where is Medea?
1: They do not answer for a moment, but look involuntarily toward Medea. And Jason sees her. She jerks and stiffens at the sound of his voice, but does not turn.
5: There. Mourning for what you have done.
1: <laughs> Nurse takes a step above Medea, disclosing her to Jason.
6: What? she has done, not I, not by my will, she and my sons are exiled.
1: Medea slowly turns and faces him, her head high, rigid with inner violence. Is there another dog here?
6: So, Medea, you have once more affronted, and insulted the head of Corinth. This is not the first time I've seen what a fool anger is. You might have lived here happily, secure and honored. I hoped you would, by being just a little decently respectful towards those in power. Instead, you had to go mad with anger and talk yourself into exile. To me, it matters little what you say about me, but rulers are sensitive. Time and again, I've smoothed down Creon's indignation. Then you, like a madwoman, like a possessed imbecile, wag your head and let the words flow again. You never cease from speaking evil against him and his family. So now, call yourself lucky, Medea. Not to get worse than exile. In spite of all this, I have your interests at heart, and I am here to help you. Exile's a bitter business. I want to make some provision for you. I wish you no harm, although you hate me.
1: He waits for her to speak, but she is silent. He continues.
6: And in particular, the children. My sons. Our sons. You might have been decent enough to have thought of our sons. Did
4: you consider them when you betrayed this house?
6: Certainly I considered them. It was my hope that they would grow up here, and I, having married power, could protect and favor them. And if perhaps after many years I become dynast of Corinth, "'for that is Creon's desire, to make me his heir. "'Our sons would have been a king's sons. "'I hope to help them wherever they go, "'but now, of course, must look forward to younger children.'
1: "'He steps down off steps and turns from her. "'Medea is trembling.'
4: It's enough. Sometimes might happen. Something might happen. It is likely that something might happen to the bride and the marriage.
6: I'll guard against it. But evidently, Creon is right to be rid of you.
1: He crosses as if to go off right. She steps in front of him. She stops him when he is upright center. He gives helmet to slave. Crosses downright.
4: Have you finished now? I thought I would let you speak on and spread out your shamelessness before these women. The way a tyrian trader unrolls his rare fabrics. Do you like it, ladies? It is the dog's daughter's husband. It is a brave person. It has finally got up its courage with a guard of spears to come and look me in the face.
1: Jason turns away from her. Medea makes gesture as if to take him in her arms, then stops.
4: Oh, Jason, how have you pulled me down to this hell of vile thoughts? I did not used to talk like a common woman. I loved you once. I am ashamed of it now. But there are some things that ought to be remembered by you and me that blue day when we drove through the hellespont into greek sea and the great shouldered heroes were singing at the oars and those birds flying through the blown foam that day was too fine i suppose for creon's daughter's man to remember but you might remember whether i cheated my father for you and tamed the fire-breathing brazen hoofed bulls and whether I saved your life in the field of the teeth. And you might remember whether I poisoned the great serpent, and you got the golden fleece, and fled with you, and killed my brother when he pursued us, making myself abominable in mine own home. And then in yours, I got your enemy Peleus hacked to death by his own daughter's hands. Whatever these fine Corinthian friends of yours may say, my rapid and tricky wisdom—you it has served. You it has served well.
1: Jason starts to speak.
4: Here are five times, if I've counted right—and also not counted—that your adventure would have been dusty death if I'd not saved you. But now you think your adventures are over. You're safe and high placed in Corinth, and will need me no more. It is a bit of a dog, isn't it, women? It is well qualified to sleep with the dog's daughter.
1: Jason makes a gesture of wrath.
4: But for me, Jason, me, driven by the hairy snout from the quadruped marriage bed, what refuge does your prudent kindness advise? Shall I fly home to Caucus? To put my neck in the coil of a knotted rope for the crimes I served you with? Or shall I go and kneel to the daughter of Peleus? They would indeed be happy to lay their hands on my head, holding the very knives and the cleaves that carved their sky. This world is a little closed to me, eh? By the things I've done for you.
2: I'll go to the palace and seek Aegis. There is no other hope.
1: She hurries out door left, Jason slowly crossing to center right of Medea.
6: I see, Medea. You have been a very careful merchant of benefits. You forget none. You keep a strict reckoning, but some little things that I, on my side, have done for you, ought to be in the books too. As, for example, that I carried you out of the dirt and superstition of Asiatic Colchis into the rational sunlight of Greece and the marble music of the Greek temples. Is that no benefit? and I have brought you to meet the first minds of our time, and to speak as an equal with the great heroes and the rulers of cities. Is that no benefit? And now, this grievous thing that you hate me for, that I have married Creon's young daughter, little Creusa. do you think I did it like A boy or a woman out of blind passion? I did it to achieve power here, and I'd have used that power to protect you and our sons. But your jealous madness has muddled everything. And finally
1: nurse appears behind house and exits upright jason crosses above medea to stop top step
6: as to those acts of service you so loudly boast whom do i thank for them i thank divine venus The goddess who makes girls fall in love. You did them because you had to do them. Venus compelled you. I enjoyed her favor.
1: Crosses down to her left.
6: A man dares things, you know. He makes his adventure. In the cold eye of death, and if the gods care for him, they appoint an instrument to save him. If not, he dies. You were that instrument.
4: Here it is. The lowest. The obscene dregs, the slime and the loathing, the muddy bottom of a mouthed cup when a scoundrel begins to invoke the gods. <laughs> You'd better go, Jason. Vulgarity is a contagious disease, and in a moment, what could I do but spit at you like a peasant or curse you like a drunkard's slave? You'd better take yourself
1: back to little Cruessa.
6: I came to help you and save you, if possible.
1: He reaches down and touches her arm. Your help is not wanted go. Jason crosses below her to her right then stops.
6: If I could see my boys.
1: Go quickly.
6: Yours the regret, then.
1: He exits upright. Watching him go, Medea strikes her wrist, strokes her wrist and hands to the tips of the spread fingers as if she were scraping off slime.
4: This is it. I did not surely know it. Loathing is all, this is flesh. He has touched and fouled. These hands that wrought for him, these knees that ran, his errands, This body that took his, what they call love and made children of it. If I could peel it off, the flesh, the children, the memory.
1: She sacrifices one hand with the other. She looks at her hand.
4: Poor misused hand. Poor defiled arm, your bones are not unshapely. If I could tear off the flesh and be bones, naked bones, salt-scoured bones on the shore at home in Colchis.
1: First woman rises and crosses downright.
5: God, keep me from fire and the hunger of the sword. Save me from the hateful sea and the jagged lightning and the violence of
1: love. Second woman joins first woman.
6: A little love is a joy in the house. A little fire is a jewel against the frost and darkness.
1: During these two speeches, the third woman goes upright center, then returns to women downright.
5: A great love is a fire that burns the beams of the roof. The doorposts are flaming and the house falls.
1: Third woman kneels.
5: A great love is a lion and the cattle pen. The herd goes mad. The heifers run bawling and the claws are in the flanks. Too much love is an armed robber in the treasury. He has killed the guards and he walks in blood.
1: Second. And now
6: I see the black end, the end of great love and God save me from it. The unburied horror, the unbridled hatred. The vultures tearing a corpse. God keep me clean of those evil beaks.
7: What is she doing? That woman, staring like stone. Staring. Medea looks up.
1: Oh,
4: she is moved now. Annihilation. The word is pure music. Annihilation to annihilate the past. Not possible. But its fruits in the present can be nipped off. Am I to look in my son's eyes and see Jason's forever? How could I endure the endless defilement, those lives that mixed Jason and me? Better to be clean bones on the shore. Bones have no eyes at all. How could they weep? White bones on the black seashore. Oh, but that's far. Not yet. Corinth
5: must howl first.
1: First woman.
5: The holy fountains flow up from the earth. The smoke of sacrifice flows up from the earth. The eagle and the wild swan fly up from the earth. Righteousness also has flown up from the earth to the feet of God. It is not here, but up there. Peace and pity are departed. Hatred is here. Hatred is heavy. It clings to the earth. Love blows away. Hatred remains.
6: Women hate war, but men will wage it again. Women may hate their husbands and sons their fathers, but women will never hate their own children.:
5: But as for me, I will do good to my husband, and I will love my sons and daughters and adore the gods.:
4: I' with a sharp knife to the man and his bride, or if I could fire the room they slept in, and hear them wake in the white of the fire and cry to each other and howl like dogs oh. and howl and die but i might fail i might be cut down first the knife might turn in my hand or the fire not burn my enemies could laugh at me No. know i have subtler means and more deadly cruel i have my dark art that fools call witchcraft. Not for nothing I have worshiped the wild gray goddess that walks in the dark, the wise one, the terrible one, the sweet huntress flower of night, Hecate in my house at my hearth.
1: The nurse hurries in toward Medea to her right.
2: My lady, he was leaving Creon's head door. He is coming. Medea pays no attention. Aegeus is coming. The power of Athens.
4: Ancient goddess, to whom I and my people make the sacrifice of black lambs and black female hounds, one holy one, haunter of crossroads, queen of night, Hecate, help me now to remember in my mind the use of the venomous
1: fire, the magic song, and the sharp gems. She sits in deep thought Agis comes in upright. He is here, my lady. Athens is here. Medea pays no attention. Three women curtsy, then resume their original positions at rock. First woman sits. Agus comes down across left and steps up to top step, left of Medea.
7: Medea, rejoice! There is no fairer greeting from friend to friend.
1: She ignores him. He speaks more loudly. Hail and rejoice, Medea. She lifts her head and stares at him.
4: Rejoice? It may be so. It may be I shall rejoice before the sun sets.
7: What has happened to you? Your eyes are cavernous and your mouth twitches.
4: Nothing. I'm quite well. Fools trouble me. Where are you traveling from, Aegeus?
7: Aegeus from Delphi, where I went to consult the ancient Oracle of Apollo.
1: Oh,
4: Delphi. Did you get a good answer?
7: An obscure one. Some god or other has made me unable to beget a child, that it is my sorrow, but the oracle never gives plain responses. I tell you these things because you are skilled in mysteries, and you might help me to the god's meaning.
4: You want a child? What did Apollo say to you?
7: that I must not unloose the hanging foot of the wineskin until I return to the hearth of my father's.
1: Medea without interest, but understanding the anatomical reference.
4: You have never had a child?
1: No. And it is bitterness. He turns away from her and takes one step down.
4: When misfortune comes, it is bitter to have children and watch their star-like faces grow dim to endure it.
7: When death comes, Medea, it is for a childless man, utter despair, darkness, extinction, one's children are the life after
4: death. Do you feel it so? Do you you feel it so then? If you had a dog-eyed enemy and needed absolute revenge, You'd kill the man's children first, unchild child him, huh? and then on life him. I do not care to think
7: of
1: such horrors. I have no enemy. Medea rises, making violent movement, sits again. He stares and slightly recoils from her. Crosses back up to her. What is it?
7: What is the matter, Medea? You, you are trembling. Wild fever flames in your
4: eyes. I well enough. Fools trouble me, and dogs,
1: but not that. What has happened to you? The nurse crouches by her, trying to comfort her. My dear, my love. Medea pushes her gently aside, looks up at Aeus.
4: I would not hurt my children. Their father hurts them.
1: What, do you mean
7: Jason? Jason? What has Jason done?
4: He has betrayed and denied, both me and them.
7: Jason has done that? Why? Why?
4: He's cast me off and married Creon's young daughter. And Creon, this very day, is driving us into black exile.
7: Jason consents to this?
4: He's glad of it.
7: Why, it's
2: atrocious. It's past belief, the nurse says in Medea's ear. Ask him for refuge. Ask him to receive you in Athens,
1: Medea straight and rigid.
2: Do you not
4: think such men ought to be punished, Aegeus?
1: I think it is villainous. They
7: told me nothing of this.
4: Do you not think such men ought to be punished, Aegeus? Where will you go? If there is any righteousness on earth or in heaven, they will be punished.
7: Where will you go, Medea?
4: What? The death, of course.
1: The nurse crosses to Aegeus. Oh, she
2: is all bewildered, sir, in the deep storm and ocean of grief. Or she would ask of you refuge in Athens?
1: Medea, in bitter mockery, seeing Aegeus hesitate.
2: Ah, so
4: I should. That startled the man. Aegeus, will you shelter me in Athens? Why?
7: Yes. Yes, I will not take you now from Corinth. It would not be right. I want no quarrel with Creon. I'm his guest here. But. If you, by your own means, come to Athens, I will
1: take care of you. The nurse sits on first step to write of Aegeus.
4: I could repay you for it. I know the remedies. That would make you a dry stick flame into fire and fruit.
1: Aegeus eagerly. You'd cure
7: my sterility. I could do so. You are famous for profound knowledge of drugs and charms. Eagerly. You'll you'll come to Athens?
4: If I choose. If the gods decide it so. But Aegeus, would you protect me if I came? I have certain enemies. If powerful enemies came... Baying for my blood, would you protect me? Yes. What what enemies Athens protects? I should need peace and a free mind while I prepared the medicines to make you well. You, you'll have
7: them. You'll have them, Medea. You've seen the huge stones in the old sacred war belt of Athens. Come the four ends of the world, they will not break in. You're safe
1: there. I am your pledge. He extends his arm. What she later takes.
4: Will you swear it, Aegeus? Ah. (laughs) Why, I promise. I trust. Medea takes his arm. The oath is formal. Your cure depends on it.
1: She crosses below him to downright and turns to him, raising her hand.
4: You swear by the fruitful earth and high shining heaven that you will protect me in Athens against all men. Swear it. He swears it.
7: I swear by the fruitful earth and high shining heaven to protect you in Athens against all men. Both lower their arms.
4: And if you should break this oath? I will not break it. If you should break this oath, the earth will give you no bread but death, and the sky no light but darkness.
1: Aegeus visibly perturbed. I
7: will not break it.
4: You must repeat the words, Aegeus.
7: If I break it, the earth will give me no bread but death, and the sky no light but darkness.
1: Thunder.
4: You have sworn the gods have heard you.
7: When will you come to Athens?
4: To Athens? To Athens, why, if I come, if I live, it will be soon, the yoke's on the necks of the horses. I have some things to do that men will talk of afterwards with hushed voices, while I and my children, safe in Athens, laugh, is that it? (laughs) Farewell, Aegeus.
1: She turns abruptly from him, goes slowly, deep in thought, into the house. The doors close.
7: May the gods comfort you, Medea. To you also a farewell,
1: women of Corinth. Three women rise.
5: Fair be the gale behind you, sir, and the way ahead. What is she plotting in her deep mind? She's juggling with death and life as a juggler with a black ball and a white ball.
1: Nurse slowly goes up to second step, looking at door of house.
6: No, she is like some distracted city, sharpening its weapons. Embassies visit her, the heads of state come to her door. She receives them darkly.
2: I beseech you, women not to speak words against my lady whom I love. You know that wicked injustice she has to suffer.
1: She prays.
2: O God, protector of exiles, Lord of the holy sky, lead us to the high rock that Athens loves
1: and the olive garland garland of Athens. The nurse crosses down left and sits on steps.
5: Athens is beautiful. as a lamp on a rock. The temples are marble shafted. Light shines and lingers there. Honey color among the carved stones and the silver color on the leaves of the olives. The maidens are crowned with violets. Athens and Corinth are the two crowns of time.
1: Second woman crosses to first woman and they join hands.
6: Mycenae for spears and armor. Sparta for the stern men and the tall blonde women. And Thebes, I remember. Old Thebes and the seven gates in the grey walls. But rather I praise Athena. The ivory, the golden, the grey-eyed virgin. Her city. And also I praise Corinth of the beautiful fountains on the fair plain between the two gulfs.
5: God-favored cities of the Greek world fortunate those that dwell in them happy that behold them
6: how can one wish to die how can that woman be drowned in sorrow and bewildered with hatred
1: the bolt on door is heard opening Medea enters and stands in doorway
6: for only to be alive and to see the light is beautiful only to see the light to see a blade of young grass or the gray face of stone.
4: As you say, what a marvelous privilege it is to be merely to be alive, and how foolish it would be to spend the one day of life that remains to me, at least in Corinth, this tag end of one day on tears and hatred. Rather, I should rejoice and sing and offer gifts and to as to my enemies, I will be reconciled with them.
5: Reconciled with them
4: As you say, reconciled. Why should they hate me? Surely I can appease those people. They say that gold will buy anything, even friendships even love. At least in Greece among you civilized people. You reasonable and civilized Helenus. In fact, we've seen it happen. They bought Jason. Jason's love. Well, I shall buy theirs. I still have two or three of the treasures that I brought from home. Things of pure, precious gold, which a god gave to the kings of my ancestors.
1: The light darkens, a cloud passing over the sun. Harp effect off stage, the three women huddle together. Is
4: it light? seems to me that the light darkens. Is it evening?
1: The nurse is trembling. No, no. A cloud. I
4: hope for thunder. Let the sky rage. My gifts will shine the brighter. Listen, old women, I want you to go to Jason and tell him, tell him, tell him that I am sick of hating and weary of evil, I wish for peace. I wish to send precious gifts to that pale girl with the yellow hair whom he has married. Tell him to come and take them, and to kiss his boys before we go into exile. Tell him to come speedily. Now run. Run, find him."
1: Medea turns her head away, the nurse crossing to a stage center. Oh, I'll go. I'll run. Tremulously to women.
2: Let me pass, please.
1: The women make way for the nurse. Medea stands, looking after her. The nurse turns back, at the limit of the scene, right, and says, wringing her hands,
2: But I am terrified. I do not know. I am terrified. Pray to the gods, women, to keep evil birds from
1: our hearts she hurries away
4: run run find him
1: medea goes into the house act two medea is sitting on the upper doorstep a cloak of woven gold lies across her knee and down the stone steps beside her are two open cases of dark leather From one, she takes a coronet of gold wine leaves, looks at it, and replaces it. Two serving women stand in the doorway behind her. On the right, at some distance, the three women are huddled, like sheep in a storm. The scene is darker than it was, and the gold cloth shines.
2: These are the gifts that I am sending
4: to the young bride. It's golden wreath this woven gold veil. They are not without value. There's nothing like them in the whole world, or at least the Western world. The god of the sun gave them to my father's father. And I've kept them in the deep chest from my high occasion, which has now come. I have great joy in giving these jewels to Creon's daughter. For the glory of life consists of being generous to one's friends, and merciless to one's enemies. You know what a friend she's been to me. All Corinth knows. The slaves talk of it. The old stones in the walls have watched and laughed.
1: Medea looks at the gold cloth, and strokes it cautiously with her hand. It sta- It seems to scorch her fingers. Third woman has come nearer to look, now starts backward. See,
4: he's almost alive. Gold is a living thing.
1: Nurse enters from upright crosses to foot of steps.
4: But when her body has warmed it, how it will shine. Why doesn't he come, what keeps him?
2: Oh, my lady, presently I have but now returned from him. He was beyond the gate watching the races, where a monstrous thing has happened. A young mare broke from the chariot and tore with her teeth a stallion.
1: Medea stands up, shakes out the golden cloak which again smolders. She folds it cautiously, lays it in the leather case. The light has darkened again. She looks anxiously at the clouded sun.
4: Takes his time, eh? It is intolerable to sit and wait.
1: To the serving women.
4: Take these into the house. Keep them at hand for when I
1: call. They take them in. Medea moves restlessly. Under extreme nervous tension, she speaks to the nurse. Nurse crosses below to the stage left and up two steps.
4: You say that a mare attacked a stallion?
2: She tore him cruelly i saw him being led away a black racer his blood ran down from the throat to the fetlocks
4: you're sure he's coming you're sure he
1: he said he would
4: let him make haste then
1: the second woman crosses to the left below nurse
6: frightening irrational things have happened lately The face of nature is flawed with omens.
1: The first woman crosses to left, joining second woman.
6: Yesterday evening, a slave came up to the harbor gate, carrying
5: a basket of new-caught fish. One of the fish took fire and burned in the wet basket with a high flame. The thing was witnessed by many persons.
1: The third woman crosses left of other two women, joining them. And a black
7: leopard was seen gliding through the marketplace.
1: Medea abruptly approaching the women.
4: You haven't told me yet. Do you not think that Creon's daughter will be glad of these gifts?
5: Oh, Medea, too much wealth is sometimes dreadful.
4: She'll be glad, however. She'll take them and put them on. She'll wear them. She'll in them. She'll peacock in them. I see him coming now. The whole palace will admire her. Stand away from me, women, while I make my sick peace.
1: Medea crosses away from them and joins Jason, who enters upright to stage center. Nurse points at Medea, who goes across the scene to meet Jason, but more and more slowly and stops. Her attitude indicates her aversion.
6: Well, I have come. I tell you plainly, not for your sake, the children's. Your woman says that you have your wits again and are willing to look beyond your own woes. It appears doubtful. Where are the children? I have made inquiry. I can find fosterages for them in uh, Epidarius, or any other of several cities that are Creon's friends. I'll visit them from time to time and watch that they're well kept.
4: You mean take them from me? Be careful, Jason, I am not patient yet. I'm the one who labored in pain to bear them. I cannot smile while I lose them. But I'm learning. I'm learning. No, Jason, I will not give up my little ones to the cold care of strangers. Hard faces, harsh hands. It will be far better for them to share my wandering ocean of beggary and bleak exile. I love them, Jason. Only, only if you would keep them and care for them here in Corinth, I might consent.
6: Gladly. But they are exiled. In
4: your own house.
6: Gladly I'd do it. But you understand they are exiled, as you are. I asked Creon, and he refused it.
4: You asked Creon to take my children from me. Forgive me, Jason, as I do you. We have had too much wrath, and our acts are closing on us. On me, I mean. Retribution is from the gods and it breaks our hearts, but you feel no guilt. You fear nothing. Nothing can touch you. It is wonderful to stand serene above fate while earthlings wince. If it lasts, it does not always last. Do you love the children, Jason? (laughs)
6: Certainly. The the children? Certainly. I am their father.
4: But That is not enough. If I am to give them up to you, be patient with me. I must question you first. Very deeply to the quick. If anything happens to them, would you be grieved?
6: Nothing will happen to them, Medea. If in my care, rest your mind on it.
4: You must pardon me. It is not possible to be certain of that. If they were killed and their blood ran on the floor of the house or down the deep earth, would you be grieved?
6: You have a sick mind. What a weak thing a woman is. Always dreaming of evil.
4: Answer me!
6: Yes, after I'd cut their killer into red collops, I'd grieve.
4: That is true. Vengeance makes grief bearable. But Creon's daughter, your wife, no doubt will breed many other boys. But if something should happen to Creon's daughter...
6: Enough, Medea. Too much be silent.
4: I am to conclude that you love Creon's daughter more than our son's. They'll have to take the sad journey with me.
1: Tell the boys
4: to come out and bid their father farewell.
1: The nurse goes into the house. Jason coming to her and taking her arm.
6: I could take them from you by force, Medea. Try it.
4: No. Creon decided otherwise. He said that will share my exile. Come, Jason. Let's be friends at last.
1: The Boys come out of their tutor. With their tutor, followed by the nurse, Jason makes to clasp her arm. She pulls away to center.
4: I am quite patient now. I have learned. Come, boys, come.
1: Boys run straight to Medea. Nurse and tutor remain on top step at either side of door. They shrink back.
4: No, no, we're friends again. We're not angry anymore.
1: Jason has gone eagerly to meet them on the steps. He drops to one knee to be more nearly level with them, but they are shy and reluctant.
6: Big boys, tall fellows, huh? You've grown up since I uh, since I saw you.
2: Smile for him, children. From your hands. I think he's afraid of you, sir.
6: What? What? You'll learn, my man. Not to fear me. You'll make your enemies run away from you when you grow up. And you, Captain, how would you like a horn-tipped bow to hunt rabbits with? Wolves, I mean.
1: Takes elder boy by the hand and crosses with him to rock right. He sits younger boy on his lap. Elder boy sits on floor. He plays with the boys. They are less shy of him now. First woman comes to Medea.
5: Don't give them to him, Medea. If you do, it will ache forever.
6: You have refuge. Take them there. Athens is beautiful.
4: Be silent! Look at him. He loves them, huh? Therefore, his dear children are not going to that city, but a darker city, where no games are played, no music is heard. Do you think I am a cow lowing after the calf? Or a bitch with pups licking the hand that struck her? Watch and see. Watch this man, woman. He's going to weep, I think. He's going to weep blood and quite soon, and much more than I have wept, watch and keep silence. Jason, are the boys dear to you? I think I am satisfied that you love them, It's two young heroes.
1: Jason stands up and turns to her, one of the boys clinging to each of his hands. He has made friends with them. Oh!
6: God's hand, Medea, what is it? What is the matter?
1: Medea makes with both hands a gesture of pushing down something, flings <sighs> her head back proudly. Nothing.
4: It is... uh It's hard to let them go. This I have thought of. You shall take them to Creon's daughter, your wife, and make them kneel to her, and ask her to ask her father to let them stay here in Corinth, He'll grant it, he's growing old, he denies her nothing. Even that hard king loves his only child. What she asks is done. You will go with the boys, Jason, and speak for them. You are not skillful yet in supplication. And I, I'll i send gifts. I'll will uh, put gifts in their hands. People say that gifts will persuade even the gods. Is it well thought of? Does she listen to us?
6: If I ask it, she'd hardly refuse me anything. And I believe that you're right. She can rule Creon.
1: Medea to the tutor. Bring me those gold things.
4: Dear yeah, ones. Brave little falcons. Little pawns of my agony. Go ask that proud, breastless girl of her b- bitter charity whether she will let you nest here until your wings fledge. While far your mother flies the dark storm.
6: I'm sorry for you. Parting is hard.
4: I can bear it. And worse too.
1: The tutor and server woman bring the gifts.
4: Oh, here. Here are the things. Take them, darlings. It's your little hands.
1: Giving them to the boys. Crown goes to younger boy. Cloak to elder boy. Each allow, each showing them to tutor and nurse. Then sit on the third step. Serving women exit as soon as gifts are taken from them.
4: Hold carefully by the cases. Don't touch the gold or it might tarnish.
6: Right. These are king's treasures. You shouldn't, Medea. It's too much. Creon's house has enough gold as of its own.
4: Oh, she'll wear them. What should I want with woven gold vanities? Black is my wear. The woman ought to be very happy.
1: Throws it's wedding beautiful. ring in box with cloak. And is such a husband, huh?
4: Her sun is rising. Time goes down. I hope to a red sunset. The little gold wreath's pretty, isn't it?
6: It looks like fire.
4: Vine leaves. The flashing arrow sharp leaves. They have weight, though. Gold is too heavy a burden for little hands. Carry them you until you come to the palace.
1: Nurse takes gold wreath, exits upright, followed by Tudor with cloak. Jason follows with boys by the hand.
4: Farewell, sweet boys. Brave little trudging pilgrims from the black wave to the white desert. Take the stuff in, you be sure you lay it on her hands, her own hands. Come
1: back and tell me what happens. Crosses up to front of the pillar right and waves goodbye to them as they leave. She turns abruptly away from them. What happens? The boys go out reluctantly, Jason holding their hands.
4: Rejoice, women. The gifts are given. The bait is laid. The gods roll their great eyes over Creon's house and quietly smile. That robe of bright flowing gold, that bride veil, that fishnet to catch a young, slender salmon. Not mute, she'll sing. Her delicate body writhes in the meshes. The golden reeds bind her bright head with light. She'll dance, she'll sing loudly. Whatever I were there to hear it, that proud one howling. Look, the sun's out again, the clouds are gone. All's gay and clear. I wish the deep earth would open and swallow us. Before I do what comes next, I wish all life would perish and the holy gods in high heaven die before my
1: little ones come home from my hands. First woman going to Medea.
5: It would be better for you, Medea, if the earth opened her jaws and took you down into darkness. But one thing you will not do, for you cannot. You will not hurt your children. The wrath, like plague boils, aches your mind in a fire haze, bites the purple apples of pain. No blood-lapping beast of the field She-bear, not lioness Nor the lean wolf-bitch hurts her own tender whelps Nor the yellow-eyed, scythe-beaked and storm-shouldered eagle That tears the lambs has ever made prey of the fruit of her own tree
4: How could that girl's death slake me?
1: Third woman coming forward from the others I'm sick with terror
7: I'll run to the palace, I'll warn them Will you?
4: Go Go if you will God and my vengeful goddess are doing these things. You cannot prevent them, but you could easily fall in the same fire.
7: I am afraid to go.
4: You are wise. Anyone running between me and my justice will reap what no man wants.
5: Not justice, vengeance. You have suffered evil. You wish to inflict evil. I do according to nature what I have to do. I have heard evil answering evil as thunder answers the lightning. A great waste voice in the hollow sky, and all that they say is death. I have heard vengeance like an echo under a hill answering vengeance. Great hollow voices. All that they say is death.
6: The sword speaks and the spear answers. The city is desolate nations remember old wrongs and destroy each other and no man binds up their wounds.
5: But justice builds a firm house. The doors of her house are vengeance.
6: I dreamed that someone gave good for evil and the world was amazed.
4: Only a coward or a madman gives good for evil. Did you hear thin music or was like a girl screaming? Or did I perhaps imagine it? How good is music?
7: Let me go, Medea. I'll be mute. I'll speak to no one. I cannot bear. Let me go to my house.
4: You will stay here and watch the end.
1: Three women are beginning to mill like sacred cattle huddled and circular.
4: You will be quiet you women. You came to see how the barbarian woman endures betrayal. Watch, and you shall know.
1: Niels.
6: My heart is a shaken cup of terror. The thin black wine spills over all my flesh down to my feet.
5: She fled from her father's house in a storm of blood. In a blood storm she flew up from Thessaly, now here and dark over corinth she widens wings to ride up the twisted whirlwind and talons to hold with let me flee this dark place and the pillared doorway
6: i hear the man-wolf on the snow hill howl to the soaring moon
7: the demon comes in through the locked door and strangles the child
6: blood is the seed of blood hundredfold the harvest The gleaners that follow it, their feet are crimson. I
5: see the world when hanging like a black sky, like a twisted rope, like an erect serpent. Its tail tears the earth. It is braided of dust and lightning. Who will fly in it? Let me hide myself from these night-shoring pillars and this dark door. Have patience. Be
4: quiet. I'm quite sure something has happened. Presently, someone will bring us news. Look, the
7: children are coming.
6: They have bright things in their hands. Their faces are clear and joyous. Was all that fear a dream? A dream?
1: Medea crosses to pillar left. The tutor enters upright with the boys. The elder boy carries a decorated bow and arrows. The younger boy has a doll, a brightly painted wooden warrior. Medea, gazing at the boys, repeats slowly backward from them. The tutor crossing up to Medea on step. Boys stand behind him on second and third step.
3: Rejoice, Medea. I bring good news. The princess graciously received your presence and smiled. It is peace between you. She's welcomed the
1: little boys. They're safe from exile. They'll be kept here. Their father's joyful. Medea coldly, her hands clenched in the effort of self-control.
3: the tutor all crayons house is well pleased when we first went in the serving women came and fondled the children it was rumored through all the household that you and jason were at peace again like word of a victory running through a wide city when people gather in the streets to be glad together and we brought the boys into the hall we put those costly gifts in their hands and then jason led them before the princess At first, she looked angrily at them and and turned away. But Jason said, don't be angry at your friends. You ought to love those whom I love. Look what they've brought you, dear. And she looked and saw in the dark boxes the brilliant gold. She smiled then and marveled at it.
1: (laughs) He turns to them and
3: younger boy crosses up to him. Afterwards, she caressed the little children. She even said that this little one's hair was like fine spun gold. Then Jason gave them these toys, and we came away.
4: Yes. If this were all, if this were all, old man, I'd have your bony loins beaten to a blood froth for the good news you bring. My lady. There's more, however. It will come
1: soon. The boys shyly approach her and show their toys. She, with violent self constraint, looks to them but folds her hands at her cloak not to touch them. The other boy crosses to her, drawing the little bow. Look, mother. <laughs>
4: Take them away from me. I cannot bear, I cannot bear. Children,
1: come quickly. He shepherds them up to the steps and disappears in the house.
5: If there is any mercy or forbearance in heaven, let it reach down and touch that dark mind to save it from what it dreams.
1: A slave, a young slave, dashes in upright. Panting and distraught, he has run from Creon's house. Where is Medea?
6: What has happened? What horror drives you? Are spears hunting behind you?
3: Ah, oh, Flee for your life, Medea. I am Jason's man, but you were good to me while I was here in the house. Can you hear me? Escape, Medea.
4: I hear you. Draw breath. Say quietly what you have seen it must have been something notable the way your eyes bulge in the whites
3: if you have horses medea drive or a boat on the shore sail
4: but first you must tell me about the beautiful girl who was lately married the oh, great man's daughter
3: are they all quite well My ears ring with the crying. My eyes are scalded. She put on the gold garments. Did you do it, Medea? I
4: did it. Speak quietly.
3: You are avenged. You are horribly avenged. It is
1: too much. The gods will hate you. Collapses on podium.
4: That is my care. Did anyone die with her? Creon. Oh! Where's Pride now? Tell me all that you saw. Speak slowly.
3: He tried to save her.
1: Trumpets off stage, right? Slave rises. He died. Corinth is masterless.
3: All's in amazed confusion, and some are looting, but they'll avenge him. He hears someone coming. Someone's
1: going to die. He runs left to the far side of the scene and exits while Medea speaks. Meanwhile, the light has been changing, and soon the sun will set. Here comes a more stable witness. The nurse enters from upright.
4: Old friend, catch your breath. Take your time. I want the whole tale. Every gesture and cry. I have labored for this.
2: Death is turned loose. I've hobbled and run and fallen. Please,
4: nurse. I am very happy. Go slowly.
1: Medea sits and puts her head in nurse's lap.
4: Tell me these things in order from the beginning. As when you used to dress me when I was little in my father's house, you used to say one thing at a time. One thing, then the next.
1: The light has changed to a flare of sunset. Three women have assembled themselves after nurse's entrance in following fashion. First sitting, first step center, second standing to her left, third standing to the left of second. The nurse.
2: My eyes are blistered, my throat's like a dry straw. There was a long mirror on the wall, and when her eyes saw it, after the children had gone with Jason... She put her hands in the case and took those gold things, and I watched, for I feared something might happen to her, but but I never thought so horribly. She placed on her little head the bright golden wreath. She gathered the flowing gold robe around her white shoulders and slender flanks.
1: And and air rises, crosses to below rock
2: down right. And gazed at the girl in the metal mirror. Going back and forth on tiptoe almost. But suddenly horror began. I.
1: Oh, oh. Medea crosses upright of nurse, shaking her by the shoulders.
4: You are not suffering. You saw it. You did not feel it. Speak plainly.
2: Her face went white. She staggered a few steps, bending over, and fell into the great throne chair. Then a serving woman began to call for water, thinking she had fainted but saw the foam start on her lips and the eyes rolling and screamed instead. Then some of them ran after Jason, others ran to fetch Creon, and that doomed girl, frightfully crying, started up from the chair. She ran. She was like a torch, and the gold crown like a comet streamed fire. She tore at it, but it clung to her head. The golden cloak was white-hot flaying the flesh from living bones. Blood mixed with fire ran down. She fell. She burned on the floor, writhing. Then Creon came and flung himself on her, hoping to choke the rage of flame. But it ran through him. His own agony made him forget his daughter's. The fire stuck to the flesh. It glued him to her. He tried to stand up, He tore her body and his own. The burnt flesh broken lumps from the bones. She covers her eyes with her hands. I have finished. They lie there. Eyeless,
1: disfaced, untouchable. Middens of smoking flesh nearly scream. No! I have no more. Medea crossing down to Nurse takes her arms.
4: I want all. Had they died when you came away?
2: I am not able. Have mercy. No, the breath still whistled in the black mouths. No one could touch them. Jason stood in their smoke, and his hands tore his unhelmeted hair.
4: You have told good news. I'll reward you. As for those people, they will die soon. Their woes are over too soon.
1: Medea crosses down, then paces upright and back downright, sees women at end of speech, and crosses to them. Mine are not.
4: Jason's are not.
1: She turns abruptly from them towards the boys, who have been standing by the doorway, fascinated, not comprehending, but watching. My little falcons,
4: listen to me. Laugh and be glad, we have accomplished it. Our enemies were great and powerful, and they were full of cold pride. They ruled all this country. They are down in ashes.
1: Sitting on steps with boys. Crying like dogs.
4: Cowering in the ashes, in their own ashes. They went down with the sun, and the sun will rise and not see them again. You will think perhaps they are sleeping. They feasted late at noon. They will walk in the garden. Oh, no, 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 no. They will not walk in the garden. No one has ever injured me but suffered more than I have suffered. He turns from the boys. Therefore, this final sacrifice I intended wears in my eyes like a lion on a ridge.
1: Turning back to the boys.
4: We still hate you, no? A person nearer than these, more vile, more contemptible. My. I cannot. If he were on my own hands, I would cut them off, or my eyes, I would gouge them out. But not you. That was madness.
1: He turns from them.
4: So Jason will be able to say, I have lost much, but not all. I have
1: children. My sons are well. She stands staring, agonized, one hand picking at the other.
4: No. I want him crushed, boneless, crawling. I have no choice.
1: Resolutely to the three women she rises and crosses down, left two women.
4: You there. You thought me soft and submissive like a common woman? who takes a blow and cries a little and she wipes her face and runs off and about up the housework, loving her master. I am not such
5: a woman. Awake, Medea. Awake from the evil dream. Catch up your children and flee farther than Athens, farther than Thrace or Spain. Flee to the world's end. Fire and death have done your bidding. Are you not fed full with evil? Is it not enough? No, loathing is endless. Hate is a bottomless cup.
4: And I will pour and pour.
1: She turns fiercely to the boys. Children! Suddenly melting.
4: Oh, my little wife. What was I dreaming? My babes, my own.
1: She kneels to them, taking their hands.
4: Never, 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 never shall my own babes be hurt, no. Not if every warhound and spear-slave and headless Corinth were on the track.
1: Still kneeling to women.
4: Look, their sweet little lips are trembling. Look, women, their little mouths, I frightened them with those wild words. They stood and faced me, they never flinched. Look at their proud young eyes, my eaglets, my golden one.
1: She kisses them, then holds them off and glazes at them.
4: Oh, sweet small faces. Like the pale wild roses that blossom where the cliff breaks towards the brilliancy. A delicate form and color. Dear, dear
1: fragrance
2: of your sweet breath.
1: She continues gazing at them. Her face changes. Trumpets off right. The nurse sits up. My lady, make haste. Haste. Take them and flee. Flee away from here.
2: Someone will come soon. Medea still gazes at the boys. Listen to me. Spears will come. Death will come. All Corinth is in confusion and headless anarchy, unkinged and amazed around that horror you made. Therefore, they linger. Yet in
1: a moment, its avengers come. Medea looks up from staring at the boys. Her face has changed. The love has gone out from it. She speaks in a colorless, tired voice.
4: I have a sword in the house.
1: I can defend you. She stands up stiffly and takes the boys by their shoulder, holds the elder in front of her, toward women, speaks with cold intensity.
4: Would you say that this child has Jason's eyes?
1: The women are silent, in terror, gazing at her.
4: They are his cubs. They have his blood. As long as they live, I shall be mixed with him.
1: Crosses to pillar upright. She looks down at the boys, speaks tenderly, but hopelessly.
4: Children. It is evening. See? Evening has come. Come, little ones, into the house.
1: Boys cross to her, arms about her waist.
4: Evening brings all things home. It brings the bird to the bough and the lamb to the fold. And the child to the mother.
1: She pushes boys gently into house.
4: You must not think too much. People go mad if they think
1: too much. In the doorway behind voice, she flings up her hands as if to tear her hair out by the roots, then quietly goes in. The great door closes. The, the iron noise of the bolt is driven home. No! She rushes toward the door, helpless, her hand reaching up and beating feebly, feebly against the foot of the door. What is going to happen?
6: Crown of horrors.
1: They speak like bullists and stand frozen. There is a moment of silence. Child's voice in the house shrill, broken off. Mother, I! The women press toward the door, crying more or less simultaneously.
7: No! Medea, no! no, no. Medea, no! Open the door! Open the door!
1: God is here, Medea. He calls to you. He forbids you. Nurse has risen and beats feebly on the door, stooping and bent over. First woman stands beside her, very erect, with her back against the door. Covering her ears with her hands, they are silent. Elder boy's voice clearer, but as if hypnotized. Mother. Mother. Lamentation. Keening is heard in the house. It rises and falls. And continues to the end, but often nearly inaudible. It is now twilight. The nurse limps down and steps and says, "There is no hope in heaven or earth. It is
2: done. It was destined when she was born. Now it is done." Wailing. Oh.
1: Trumpets off
7: right. Who is coming? Someone is running at us.
5: The accursed man, Jason. He has a sword. I am more afraid of the clinging contagion of his misfortunes. A man the gods are destroying.
1: Jason enters rapidly upright, disheveled and shaking. A drawn sword in his hand crosses into right at footsteps.
6: Where is that murderous? Here in the house? Or has she fled? She'll have to hide in the heavy metal darkness and caves of the earth, and there I'll crawl and find her.
1: No answer. The three women draw away from him as he moves toward the door. He stops and turns on them, drawing his left hand across his face, as if his eyes were bewildered.
6: Are you struck dumb? Are you shielding her? Where is Medea? You caused these
5: things. She was faithful to you, and you broke faith. Horror is here.
6: Uncaused. There was no reason. Tell me at once whether she took my boys with her. Creon's people would kill them for what she has done. I'd rather save them than punish her. Help me with this.
1: The nurse wailing sinks to ground down left.
6: Oh, oh, oh. she has killed herself. Good. She never lacked courage. I'll take my sons away to the far end of the earth and never speak of these things again.
1: Lamentation from the house answers. Jason with a queer slyness, for he is trying to cheat himself out of believing what he treads. He glances at the door furtively over his shoulder.
6: Is she lying in there? Honorable at least in her death. I might have known it.
1: May it remain silent.
6: Well, answer! Death is there?
5: Death is here? But you are both blind and death. How can I tell you?
6: But... THE CHILDREN ARE WELL?
5: I DO NOT KNOW WHETHER MEDEA LIVES OR IS DEAD.
1: JASON FLINGS DOWN THE SWORD AND SETS HIS SHOULDER AGAINST THE DOOR, PUSHES IN vain.
6: OPEN! OPEN!
1: OPEN! RETURNS HALFWAY DOWN THE STEPS AND SAYS, PITIABLY,
6: WOMEN, I AM ALONE. Help me. Help me to break the bolt. Go and find help!
1: Jason runs down, right as door opens. This stops him, and he turns. It is now fairly dark. The interior of the house is lighted. Women draw back in fear. Jason stands on the steps, bewildered. Medea comes into the doorway. Her hand and clothing are blood marked. The door closes.
4: Feeble night bird, overcome by misfortune, beats at my door. Jason takes two steps up to her. Can this be that great adventurer, the famous lord of the seas and delight of women, the heir of rich Corinth? This crying drunkard, on the dark doorstep. Yet you've not had enough. You've come to drink the last bitter drops.
1: I'll pour them for you. She displays her hands, which is covered with blood.
6: What's that stain on your hands?
4: The wine I was pouring for you spilled on my hands. Here, little were the grapes, and they were crushed to make it. Dear were the vineyards.
6: I came to kill you, my dear, like a caught beast like a crawling viper. Give me my sons, that I may save them from Creon's men. I'll go quietly away. they're sleeping.
4: Perhaps I will let you look at them. You cannot have them. But the hour is late, you ought to go home to that highborn bride. The night has fallen, surely she longs for you. Surely her flesh is not crusted black, nor her forehead burned bald, nor her mouth a horror.
1: Jason Uh, kneels on the steps.
4: She is very young, but surely she loves and desires you. Surely she will be fruitful, your sword you want. There it is. Not that step, the next lower. No, the next higher.
6: I'll kill you first, and then find my sons. You must be
4: careful, Jason.
1: Do you see the two fire snakes that guard this door? Indicating the two snakes here and here, one on each side, two
4: serpents. Their throats are swollen with poison, their eyes are burning coals and their tongues are fire. They're coiled and ready to strike. If you come near them, they'll make you what creon is but stand there very quietly and i'll let you look at your sons open the doors that he may
1: see them the doors open revealing the two boys soaked in blood jason flinging his hands to his temples and crossing up to pillar right
6: knew it already I knew it before I saw it No wild beast could have done it
4: I have done it Because I loathed you More than I loved them Do you feel
6: nothing? No pity? Are you you pure? Evil? I should have killed you the day I saw you I
3: tore
4: my own heart and laughed I was tearing yours
6: Will you laugh while I strangle you?
1: I would let still laugh. Jason lunges at her, but is sent back by snakes. Beware my door holders, Jason,
4: these eager serpents. I'd still be joyful to know that every bone of your life is broken. You are left helpless, friendless, mateless, childless, avoided by gods and men, unclean with awful excess of grief, childless.
6: It is no matter now who lives or who dies.
1: As the next speech is said, Jason starts slowly down, steps to right. You
4: have loved and betrayed it. Now, of all men, you are utterly the most miserable, and I of women. But I, as women, despised, a foreigner, alone against you and the might of Corinth, have met you throat for throat. Evil for evil, vengeance for vengeance. What does it
6: matter now? Only give me my boys, the little pitiful violated bodies that I may bury them in some kind place.
4: To you, you would betray even the little bodies, coin them for silver, sell them for power, no.
6: Let me touch their dear flesh. Let me touch their hair.
4: No, they are mine. They are going with me. The chariot is at the gate. Go down to your ship, Argo, and weep beside it. That rotting hulk on the harbor beach. drawn dry a strand, never to be launched again. Even the weeds and barnacles on the warped keel are dead and stink. That's your last companion and only hope. For some time, one of the rotting timbers will fall on your head and kill you. Meanwhile, sit there and mourn, remembering the infinite evil and the good that you made evil.
1: Light cue, thunder cue. Now I
4: go forth, under the cold eyes of heaven, those weakness-despising stars. Not me, they scorn.
1: Medea goes into the house. Jason starts after her, but the door is bolted in his face. He collapses to the ground in front of doors. Medea is seen coming out left door, bearing the two boys. Then as the final farewell of music comes slow. Curtain.